Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of On Time in Full, a podcast by Design Conveyor Systems. I'm your host, Tyler Kern. Thanks so much for joining us for another episode of the show. Today, we're going to be discussing the benefits of attending trade shows. From both the vendor and the attendee points of view, we're going to be discussing the benefits of attending as well as some of the best practices to make sure that you make the most of your trade show experiences. And joining me today to share his expertise and share a little bit more about his experiences as far as trade shows are concerned is Gary Church. He's a strategic account executive at Design Conveyor Systems. Gary, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for joining me. Well, thanks for having me. I'm excited about talking about this today. So uh, please let me know what you'd like to chat about. Yeah, let's, well, Gary, let's, let's dive in. Let's do this thing. So we're going to spend the bulk of our time today talking about things from the attendee perspective. But Gary, let's start off just by talking a little bit about, uh, about the exhibitor's perspective. Uh, what are some of the benefits for vendors to return to in-person trade shows and how can they make the most of their time when they return to these shows? Uh, great question. And you know, it's really a timely question. Let me kind of back up a little bit. You know, we, we got out of a very small trade show in Vegas to just, uh, warm up the engines, if you were, earlier in the year. And then we went to the MHI conference and then to Real, and then we're off to Modex. And one of the things uh, we've noticed is these conferences are well attended now, and people really are excited about getting back face-to-face and seeing each other and learning more and being part of a group as opposed to working on, on Zoom and team calls, right? Uh, one, of th- one of the things uh, the exhibitors need to know that, and and we've noticed over the years, 20 years of doing this, is the myth of an exhibitor is, you know, we're going to show up and then we're going to get sales. And it's really not who you know, it's who knows you. So if you're going to exhibit at a show, you've got to work on strategy, structure, and then implementation. And you got to build it internally. What I've found out over the years is that if you, if you first of all, figure out what size show you want to get to, and then, then you have to figure out from a strategic standpoint, are we going to look at it as a profitable investment or branding exercise or both? Then you got to look at, uh, do we want to create a booth? Do we want to walk the floor? Uh, what, what size show do we want to get to? How do we want to staff it? There's a number of things strategically and structurally that you want to go through internally first. And the value right now is really, it's really interesting because of the interest in what's happening at these shows and and what we're covering just because of how important supply chain is right now. So uh, those are the couple of things you need to do before you move into the show. And then if you want me to, I'd like just maybe cover a couple of things internally that really almost assure that you're going to have a good show, whether it's a large one, like a like an MHI or a, a Modex show, or if it's a smaller one, like a Realer show. Uh, one of the things we've always learned, and I have over t- doing this 20 years with a couple of different companies, is you really need a corp- you need corporate-wide effort on a show. You really do. And you need an executive point to stay close to the show and help or, or the planning and help implement it. I've I also know that I've been with uh, companies and worked with companies that have a marketing group or a sales group or a BD group and not all of them. But optimally, if you if you have all three of those working together, it really is a way to attack a show and get the most out of it. Um, but I'd like to be clear about if you're going to a show, it really is a selling event. It really is. You want to get there and meet people and you want to build your business base or your brand. So 
Um, it's an important it's an important thing to do today if you can do it. If you're a small company, maybe you send one or two people. If you're a large company that has hundreds hundreds of people, you might have 10, 15 people at the show. And uh, the other thing I want to, I'll talk about with attendees, which apply here, is you still have your strategy and your structure and implementation of the show are important. But that pre-show and that post-show are really the critical factors to make it click. Because when you're at the show, Tyler, it is really exciting. It's re it's really kind of fun. You're really enjoying the networking. You're really enjoying the speakers. But the reality is it's arduous in the beginning <laughs> to build it correctly and afterwards to follow up correctly because the fortune's in the follow-up. That's a, that's a great point. And it really does sound like there's a lot of overlap between the exhibitor and the attendee and what makes a successful show for both having a plan, you know, the, the pre uh, trade show kind of plan and discussions and all of the planning that needs to take place, I think benefits both attendee and exhibitor, right? Uh, talk us through the exhibitor side uh, of, of that kind of planning aspect as well. And, um, and, and how, uh, excuse me, and how attendees can also make the most of their trade show experiences. So, of course, uh, I just went over how the exhibitor or the vendor might or the supplier might handle the trade show. And the attendee is very similar. And you're right. This is this is these shows are great opportunities for attendees and for exhibitors. And there's a lot of there's a lot of camaraderie going on at these shows that we see more than I noticed prior to the uh, COVID. It's pretty cool. So if you're an attendee attending a show, whether you're a small company or a large company, really it goes through some of the same strategy, structure, and implementation. And one of the things uh, we noticed at the show so far this year is they're down a little bit, about 25%. And I don't want people to get excited about that. Some of that is from travel restrictions are still in place, and some people are still uncomfortable going to shows. So I, as we go through the year, they're gonna get a lot better, a lot more people. And uh, not sold out events, but very, very robust events. So again, whether you want to be a, an attendee at a Promat or a Modex or a Rila or just a small boutique show that might have 50 or 100 people in it, it's that pre-show that really makes sense. And if you're an attendee, what you want to ask yourself and your company does is, number one, why are we going to this show, first of all? And what is our goals? And usually what exhibitors and vendors and suppliers do we really want to get to and do we need to talk to? So you're doing, you're doing an exercise by looking at the vendors and looking at the suppliers and the sponsors. Are they someone in the show that we're, we can leverage that our customers might want to know about uh, or that we might want to know about for existing work or for future reference? So that's really important to set up that thinking ahead of the show. And then again, the post-show coming back and really reviewing the information and making sure that whether you're five people or 500 people, the information on what you've gathered from the show is really distributed through the company. Um, again, the show is exciting, but it's the, the pre-show and the post-show that are interesting. Uh, one of the things I've learned over the years, if we have a number of people, usually like the president of the company might be meeting with certain people, uh, marketing and BD might be working the booth, uh, senior project managers might be really evaluating companies with technology stacks or companies on automation. When we come back, 
to headquarters, quote unquote, if you will, is not comparing and spreading that information out through the company. So that's that's an important thing that we miss. Again, follow up on what we had found out at the show. That's a that's a really good point. Uh, absolutely, that that follow up there and making sure that the right people get the information into their hands following the show is obviously going to be critical for that follow through aspect, like you were talking about. I think that's a that's a great point, Gary. And you know, you, you mentioned the different sizes of shows. Um, I was wondering if you could share a little bit more about your experience at you know different types of trade shows and, and different sizes of trade shows because I've heard you know sometimes the the smaller shows are, are great for having better conversations because they're not there's not so much busyness going on and things like that whereas like the bigger shows are, are also very good for meeting a lot of people and you know maybe possibly making more connections can you share maybe some of the benefits of different sizes of shows and different types of shows yeah that's a great question Tyler and I touched on some big shows and some small shows. So if you've got a big show and you're a, a company that's not sending a lot of people like uh, the ProMat shows or the Modex shows or the, even MHI in Phoenix is a good size show, you know, when you get a thousand people or more, if you don't have a plan and it's a big show and you don't know where you're going and who you want to talk to, especially on a large show, you get pretty lost, if you will, no matter how many times you've gone to these shows you get pretty lost in just the maze of what's going on in a big hall. The advantage of a big show is you usually have great keynote speakers, great breakouts, great networking events, and you really get to meet a lot of people. And when you attend a show or whether you're or a vendor or an exhibitor, you really need to get out of your cocoon. You really need to get out and meet people. Now, a small boutique show that a company might have with a hundred people or so that is a lot smaller, a lot more quaint. And you really get an opportunity to talk to people like you don't on a big show. It's kind of, we've all been to really big shows when you go into a booth, everybody's talking and looking at other people and looking around and it's, it's difficult, but you can get the information and you just need to do your homework on the show and the size and the exhibitors and the speakers and the breakouts. And you can make a pretty quick decision on which shows we should go to. And then inside that show, who we should be talking to and listening to and uh, visiting with. So I hope that helps. Yeah, it's it, it comes back to what where you started off. And that was talking about doing the the work ahead of time, right? Doing your homework before you head to the show, which I think, I think is a great point. And as part of that homework, I'm wondering from your perspective, what, what sorts of goals do you believe that attendees should have as they walk into a trade show? Do you like to set goals of, you know, I want to meet X amount of people or something along those lines? Is it important to have goals when you go into these shows? Well, it's always important to have goals, but the shows are so fluid and so many things are happening. And as I said earlier, you know, the strategic goal is, is, is this show, if I'm an exhibitor, is this going to be a show where I really want to, find business and get business and make it profitable. Or if I'm a smaller uh, exhibitor or vendor and I'm walking the floor and I don't have a booth, if you will, do I just want to brand myself and my business more? And those questions are key questions to what kind of value it brings to you. And again, uh, the goals at a show can be all types of goals. Like we want to get 500 people to the booth. We want to get have if we're having a happy hour, we want to get 100 people there. We want to get a, at least uh, 10 executives in our meeting room, whatever it is. Those are good goals. 
and I don't, I never say don't set goals and then, and then work towards them. Uh, we, at, in the companies I've been in, uh, our goal is, it's, when we're an exhibitor, our goal is uh, get ahead of the, of the show a year to a year and a half. Know the budget on it, know who's gonna be there and know what we're gonna do. That's number one. Number two, get registered for the show as early as we can so we get the, distrib the distributors, the, the vendors, the people that are gonna be there. And if we can get the attendee list and see who the attendees are. That lets us set the goals and what we want to accomplish. Without that, we can't do too much except go to the show. And I've made the mistake of just going to the show and you get pretty, you want to be focused. It's just tough, especially a big show with great speakers, great breakouts, great networking, a thousand booths. Uh, it, it gets rather difficult. No, that's you. You're absolutely right about that. There can be so many things that try to grab your attention, and uh, you know, the, so many great things. You know, when you're at these shows, and so many fantastic booths, and like you said, speakers, and all these sorts of things. That if you don't go in with goals and a plan, it could be really easy to uh, to uh, find it hard to prioritize your time and that sort of thing. And look, you have a finite amount of time when you uh, when you go to shows like this, and um, you know, there's been a lot of talk over the last couple of years, Gary, that, that maybe trade shows would go more virtual, that more of these things would happen online. And I'm sure that there's an element to which some aspects of trade shows will be hybrid, you know, breakout sessions will be available on video and that sort of thing. But I think what people found more often than not is the value of being able to be face to face with people and be able to shake hands and talk in person and go out to dinner afterwards and all of those sorts of things that, things that come along with trade shows. Has that been your experience as well? That there's there's really no replacing that ability to to shake someone's hand and, and, and speak face to face? Well, the reality is, and we all know this, uh, Teams and Zoom calls and all those, we didn't like them. I mean, we... They, were, they, they got us to a position where we could uh, work out of our homes and that was comfortable. But we really, we're, we're humans and we really like to socialize and be together. And as I said, when I opened up, the, the, just the few shows we've been to this year, there's a different vibe going on. It's a vibe of excitement because of what's going on in the supply chain. And it's a vibe of we're back together again and one thing I noticed is I, I ran into people I haven't seen for two years. And we do that if we've been in the business 20 years, like a lot of us have. Plus, we get a chance to meet new people. And we get a chance to expand our, expand our partnerships and our teamwork and, uh, and work with other companies that can help us better deliver our services to our customer base. So to answer your question, uh, I believe this year is going to be a great year for shows. And people are want to get out. They just want to get out and they want to meet each other and they want to have some fun. There's an air of, I don't know if happiness is the right word, <laughs> but it's a good word. Like, hey, look at it. We're all here. The band's back together. How much fun is it? Yeah, there's a, there's a little bit of pent up excitement and energy about getting back around other people, right? And getting out. And like you said, seeing people they haven't seen in two years that you used to see at least once or twice a year at some of these shows, right? And so I think that there's a, there's a real element of excitement around that. Absolutely. Um, so Gary, as we start to wrap up this conversation, I mean, it's been a lot of fun getting to discuss this topic here with you today. 
any other tips and tricks, uh, any other things that, that specifically attendees should know about attending shows and making the most of their trade show experience? Anything you want to make sure that uh, that listeners uh, hear from you or understand that maybe we haven't talked about yet? No, I think I pretty well covered it. You know, it's building out a strategic plan and then the structure around it and then implementing it. And as I said earlier, I might have said it, the fortunes in the follow-up. So if attending and you're coming back to headquarters or getting back with your team, really take the time to sit down and share the information you've got and debrief on whether we're going to do the show again next year or and where we're going to go and what we're going to do. So that planning and that follow-up and that internal communications are critical to the success of a show if you're an attendee. I don't care if you're a two-person firm or you've got 10,000 people. That same uh, that same standard SOP is proper for getting the most value out, out of it. And if you're an exhibitor, same thing, identical. Plan it out, build it out right. A little different with an exhibitor, a lot more work, of course, a lot more people involved inside the company. But if you do it the correct way, you will go to more shows because you'll be successful. That's that's the bottom line on it. So it sounds like plan it out, build it out, um, set some goals and then attend the show and stay focused and then make sure to follow up afterwards. Uh, it sounds like that, that sounds like the recipe, uh, the Gary church recipe to success for trade shows. Yeah. And I've done it the right way and I've done it the wrong way. And, um, I like the right way. <laughs> exactly. Learn from Gary and learn from Gary's experience on how to uh, to best make the, the most of your time at trade shows. Gary Church, Strategic Accounts Executive at Design Conveyor Systems. Gary, thank you so much for joining us here on the podcast today and talking a little bit more about trade shows. And thank you for having me. Good luck, everybody. Absolutely. Thank you once again, Gary. And everyone, thank you for tuning into this episode of the podcast. We appreciate you joining us here today very much. Of course, for more from Design Conveyor Systems, you can visit their website and you can stay tuned to the podcast. We have more episodes coming to you very shortly. But for this one, for my guest today, Gary Church, I've been your host, Tyler Kern. Thanks for joining us.